Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. You know, for the past month, roughly, I've been answering your question, so I figure why not keep going that route and answer another question that was sent in to me. This one came in from a listener that goes by V. So V wrote, I'm 29 and I've never had a credit card. I'm a bit debt averse and simply have never been enticed to spend money that wasn't my own. The only debt I carry now is $6,000 for my car and $2,000 in student loans, and I plan to pay them both off in a little over a year. Once those are gone, I won't have any current accounts to build the length of my credit history. I understand that it's an important factor and makes up approximately 15% of my score. And knowing I have a plan to pay off my debt, do I need to play the game and look into getting a credit card and using it responsibly purely just to extend my credit history and bump up my score in the future? I don't foresee needing an excellent score to apply for a loan anytime soon, but of course, I want to set myself up as best I can. Thanks for your thoughts and keep popping. So V, thanks so much for this really great question. And I'm impressed that you're already thinking ahead on this situation and also congrats on being close to being debt free. That's a huge accomplishment. So first, I want to make sure I acknowledge that part <laughs> before I get into all of this. But let me start by saying the credit score formula, specifically in this situation, referring to the FICO score because that's the most commonly used credit score out there. This score is very mysterious. It's a proprietary formula that was created by FICO, which is short for Fair Isaac Corporation. So we don't know exactly how they're building these scores. We have some insights into what's going into it, but we don't know the exact formula they're using to build each individual score. So it's always hard to say for each person how a given action will end up affecting your score. V mentioned in her message that the length of credit history makes up roughly 15% of their score, which is 100% correct. Now, I thought it'd be a good idea to go over the five factors that go into your credit score before we dive into these situations specifically. So going in order from the most impactful factor down to the least impactful one, we're starting off with payment history, which makes up about 35% of your overall credit score. And this is just basically, do you pay your debt on time? <laughs> That's all this really looks at. Next up is utilization rate. And this makes up about 30% of your credit score. And this is just a fancy way of saying they're taking a look at the total amount of available credit you have and how much are you actually using that determines your actual utilization rate. Number three, age of credit. This makes up about 15%, and this is what V was concerned with. Uh, when looking at age of credit, what they're talking about is the age of your oldest credit, the average age of all your credit, and the last time you actually used any of these lines of credit. Number four is inquiries. Inquiries makes up about 10% of your overall score, and inquiries occur when you apply for a new loan or credit card. And the key here is the fewer inquiries, the better. And the last factor, making up factor number five, is credit mix. Credit mix makes up 10% of your overall score. And this last factor looks at the types of debt you have. This means credit cards versus home and car loans because there are two different types of debt in the eyes of FICO. A credit card would be considered a revolving debt, whereas a car and home loan is considered installment debt. So they want you to have a healthy mix of the two of those. All right, so now that we've gone through all this, I've given you a breakdown of the five factors that go into the credit score. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll go over some of the things that we can do to help keep her credit score strong. I have a very important question for you. Did you get your W-2 yet? I just got mine in the mail, and let me just say, just the sight of it caused so much stress because now that means I have to do my taxes. And you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's out of sight, out of mind. If I don't see it, that means taxes don't exist. But now that it's here, I gotta get to work on this. But if you're just like me, and you feel this same stress and anxiety that I do when it comes to tax season, 
Just know you have other options. You don't have to suffer and stress through this tax season again. And that's because H&R Block is not only bringing you today's bag of popcorn, but they're also bringing you the help that you need this tax season. H&R Block has experienced tax professionals that have been working for an average of 10 years in this field. And so they can help you get through this very complex tax season without losing it completely. Uh, plus, H&R Block guarantees that you'll get your maximum refund and 100% accuracy on your return. So to learn more, get the help you need and relieve some of that stress, click the link in the show notes or go to popcornfinance.com slash HR Block for 20% off your online filing. Again, go to popcornfinance.com slash HR Block or click the link in the show notes for 20% off your online filing. So V is concerned that after paying off all of her debt, that the length or age of her credit will stop. And this was factor number three on that list I just went over with you all. And I gave percentages when I was breaking down these factors, but these are just rough numbers. Uh, As I mentioned, the FICO score is a complex formula that's not shared with the public. So keeping this all in mind, saying, for example, V's average age of credit is extremely low. It doesn't mean that her FICO score is now going to be 15% lower than it possibly could be. Okay, so it's just not it's just not that simple of a formula. I just want to stress how complicated this all is and how varying different actions can uh, impact your actual credit score. But in V's case, V didn't tell me what her actual score was, but I'm assuming based on how responsible they sound in this email, it's a pretty good score. And this is despite the fact that V doesn't have a credit card at all, meaning V is missing revolving credit, which is one of the two types of credit that you can have. And I mentioned this in the last factor uh, in the first half of the episode, because having both credit cards, which is revolving debt and installment loans, which are made up of auto loans, mortgages and student loans, it's good for that overall credit mix. And that's what the FICO score is looking for. I mean, in my case, I don't have any current installment debt at all, yet my credit score is fine. And so this shows that not being perfect in all of those credit score factors, especially those that on the lower end, making up 15 percent or lower, it doesn't have a huge impact on your score. The, the key to a strong credit score is, number one, making payments on time, like it sounds V is doing and keeping your utilization rate down, meaning keeping your balances extremely low. I'm just, I'm just paying them off every month really is, is the best way to go about this. Those actions will have the largest impact on your credit score overall. But in V's question, she's concerned about the long run and wanted to know, well, couldn't a credit card help me maintain the average age of my credit? And the answer is yes. But if I'm being honest, I see credit cards as a tool, but one that can be extremely dangerous if not handled responsibly. I've seen far too many people put in extremely bad financial situations, myself included. I won't exclude myself from this all because of credit cards. So uh, credit cards should be treated with a very healthy amount of respect. So if V is considering applying for a credit card in order to uh, keep her credit history going, but wants to be very cautious, uh, one option I would throw out there is using a secured credit card. So this is a credit card that is tied to a savings account, and it has uh, a limit that is equal to the amount that you put in the savings account. And these are typically used for people who are trying to build their credit for the first time, but it can also be used to limit the amount of debt that you could potentially get yourself into because you can only charge as much as you put in, your, in that savings account. And worst case scenario, the money from that savings could be used to pay off the debt and then you're done. So uh, it's a great option for keeping things very tightly under control. Uh, but just keep in mind, if you do very well with these cards, they will begin trying to offer you traditional credit cards, which is option number two. Uh, and the route that I went with with a traditional credit card that I use to kind of keep my credit history going is I apply for one card and I use this card to pay all of my recurring monthly bills, things like, you know, Netflix, phone bill, stuff like that, things that I know are going to be charged every single month. And then I just pay it off immediately. 
this is a good way to keep your credit history going. And it's a card that I don't even keep in my wallet. I just put it in a drawer somewhere and then now I don't have to worry about being tempted to use it while I'm out and about. This card I know is continuing to build its history on simple things that are going to happen every month and I'll just immediately pay off. So B, I hope this information helped. Uh, and if you have any other questions, please feel free to reach out. And if you want to be like me and send in your questions to me, you can do so via email by sending the questions to questions at popcornfinance.com, uh, just like we did. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram. Just look for Popcorn Finance Podcast. And I would love to hear from you there. So as always, I appreciate you joining me here for yet another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.